David, can I ask you a question? I've been a pleaser manager my entire career, but I hear what you're saying. It's time for me to start some team accountability, but I don't know where to begin. What do I do next? Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without sacrificing your humanity or your mind in the process. Today's episode is an answer to a frequently asked question. Hear this question all the time at keynotes, workshops that we conduct. People write in, answer to blogs, and anytime we talk about team accountability, this comes up. And so today's episode is going to be an entire answer to a question. Hey, this is Nora, and I have a question. Hi, David. My name is Jamie, and I'm calling in from Maine. My question is about... Hey, David. This is Julian from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. This is John from Colorado Springs. This is Johan White from Kingston. I have a question for you. This is Cynthia from Baltimore. Hi, David. This is Susan from New Jersey, and my question is... Hi, David. This is Dean from Denver. I would love your advice on this. So if you've listened to the show before, you know I love to answer questions. You can send in your question one of two ways. You can email it, david.die, D-Y-E, at letsgrowleaders.com, or you can go to leadershipwithoutlosingyoursoul.com, find the big orange button, hit that. You can record your question and your name, where you're from, and we will get that on the air as soon as we can. So I'd love to answer your question. It can be any leadership or management-related question that you have or regarding any previous episode of the show. So let's get to the question. This question about accountability comes from Sarah. So if you haven't been holding your team accountable, it can feel like you've lost your opportunity. What do you do? Where do you begin? The first thing I want to tell you is that you're not alone. In our survey of managers, over two-thirds have a preference for getting along over getting results. So in Winning Well, we call this a pleaser manager, the manager who the leader who prefers to be liked over getting the results. And there's nothing wrong with being liked. It's human nature. We all want to be liked. But if you are wanting to be liked at the expense of those results, you're not going to be able to lead effectively. And part of that means you're not going to be able to hold people accountable and practice closing those those feedback loops. You set an intention to do something, and one or two things happens. Either you, you did it, in which case you need to celebrate, high fives, confetti, whatever is appropriate, or you didn't, in which case you need to practice accountability, holding one another accountable for your commitments, keeping your commitments to one another. So what do you do if you haven't been doing that? If you're in that two-thirds of folks who have taken our Winning Well assessment and discovered, ah, more of a pleaser than I am winning well. Well, the good news is that when you recognize the need to practice team accountability, you can start with a few really practical, achievable steps. We've worked with many managers who have transformed their leadership from people-pleasing to human-centered results and accountability. So there are six steps you can take to transform your leadership and your team's accountability, even if you haven't done it before. Number one, take responsibility. And this is a good guideline anytime you're starting any kind of new process with your team. Before starting the new initiative, it's vital to let your team know what you're doing. You're a role model for everything that happens going forward, so you need to demonstrate accountability right now. 
you can say something like, look, I know I haven't been the best leader in this area. Frankly, I have preferred being liked over achieving the results that we're here to achieve. So I haven't done the best job when it comes to accountability, but that's going to change starting today. I owe it to you and we owe it to one another and we owe it to our customers and our colleagues. Now, you don't want to say this unless you're serious about making a change. When you take responsibility and you reset those expectations, it can massively improve your credibility and your role modeling what it looks like to make a positive change. But at the same time, if you aren't serious and you don't back up those words with your actions, your credibility will suffer and you'll look like a hypocrite and your reliability actually goes down. So you don't want to do this unless you're serious about it. So after you've taken responsibility, the second thing you want to do is to reset expectations. What are we talking about here? This is what your team is wondering, like, okay, what's changing? What are you doing? And the word accountability can be scary to your team, particularly if you haven't talked about it or practiced team accountability in the past. You need to take time to talk about it. Be clear about what success looks like going forward when it comes to accountability. So for example, you might say something like, look, accountability doesn't mean beating one another up for poor performance. That's not what we're talking about. It means that we're going to keep our commitments to one another. And when we do, we're going to acknowledge it. And when we don't, we're going to work to understand why and what to do next time, or if we can, to make it right, right now. You might need to reframe or emphasize the values that you're working from. For example, the team's success is more important than our individual discomfort. And when you don't hold me or one another accountable, you're hurting the team and the people that we serve. And next, as you're resetting expectations, start small. You might try a confidence burst strategy, and we'll talk more about confidence burst in, a, in another episode. But a confidence burst is where you pick a very short time period and practice that one thing and really major double down on it so everybody can get practice with it and you can build momentum. So confidence burst strategy for accountability, you might say pick a time period between two team meetings. So for the next 10 days, we're going to practice accountability. We're going to keep our commitments to one another. And when we don't, we're going to address it directly. Now, in order to do that, the third step is that you need to equip everyone with the basics of team accountability. Unless they've been part of a highly effective team in the past, most of your team members won't have the skills to hold one another accountable. You'll have to equip them with the ability to ditch the diaper genie, to share the Inspire model with one another. And so if you're not familiar with the Inspire model, you want to make sure, revisit that episode, search for it, you'll find it. Leadership without losing your soul, Inspire model, or holding people accountable. But in brief, Inspire is an acronym. I initiate, create space for the conversation, N, notice, make an observation of the behavior in question. For example, hey, I noticed that you didn't bring the report that you had committed to. S, support, offer supporting evidence as needed. P, probe, this is where you invite the other person into the conversation. You ask, hey, so what's going on here? Or a similar question that brings them in. I, invite, ask them how they can remedy the situation. So what do you think we can do here? R, review, this is a quick check for understanding to ensure that you've understood the commitment they're making. 
and then E, enforce, which is simply setting a follow-up meeting where you'll both check to see if you've kept your commitments to one another. When you equip everybody with that tool, you've been practicing it. Hopefully, you've been practicing it so that they've seen it in action. And now you give them the same tool so that they can use it with one another, they can use it with you. It's incredibly powerful when a team is all equipped with the same tool to hold one another accountable. Everybody has the same tool, everybody's using the same language, and it elevates performance across the board. All right, let's go to the fourth step, which is to reinforce those expectations. So if your team's that rock band, you're the drummer. Keep the new accountability commitment in front of them. So when you're doing this accountability confidence burst, you can literally review it once or twice a day. Now you wouldn't do that every day for the rest of the year, but for that week, week and a half that you're practicing, at least once a day, twice a day is not too much. Remind everyone what you're doing, that this is the most important thing right now as we're improving our performance as a team. We're gonna hold one another accountable, we're gonna keep our commitments, and when we do, we'll celebrate, when we don't, practice accountability. Which gets us to step five, is to celebrate every success. Remember that you get more of what you celebrate and encourage, so be on the lookout for those acts of accountability, especially when a team member holds you accountable. Those are important. Stop the meeting, congratulate them, draw attention to it, encourage and celebrate the team for holding you or one another accountable, then get back to the meeting. And finally, you wanna practice accountability about accountability. This is a really powerful opportunity to reinforce new behaviors. When the team doesn't practice accountability, stop the meeting. Hey, we'll get back to the sales strategy in just a minute, but first we need to talk about what happened. I noticed that I didn't bring the data I said I would, and no one said anything. So what's going on? You're using the Inspire model to reinforce that they didn't use the Inspire model to hold you accountable, and they should, and that you really mean it. And maybe you're the subject of the accountability conversation. You could even set that up. Or it's going to happen naturally, so you don't want to you know, play with people and, and be manipulative. Something's going to happen where there's an opportunity to use it. If it does, celebrate it. If it doesn't, pause and reinforce that we need to. Sarah, thanks for that question. And I will look forward to answering your question in a future episode. Remember, it's never too late to begin practicing team accountability. When you take responsibility, you reset expectations, equip your team to practice accountability, celebrate as you practice the new behaviors together, you create a foundation for transformational and breakthrough results. Start practicing accountability with one another and be the leader you'd want your boss to be. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.